0: Hello, and welcome to the IRSD Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Mall, and once again, it's my pleasure to be providing our community with some useful and important information about the inner workings of the Indian River School District. Our featured guest today is Mr. James Hudson, President of the Indian River Board of Education. Jim, welcome to the Spotlight. Dave, thank you. It's good to be here with you today. Uh, Let's start by talking a little bit about your background in education. Um, You're a 1971 graduate of Sussex Central High School, but... You've held a number of positions in our district, from teacher all the way up to school
1: principal. That's correct. I'm a proud member of the Sussex Central class of 1971. Uh, Graduated from University of Delaware in 1976. Uh, Came back to the district and uh, taught for about 15 years, uh, mostly 4th, 5th, and 6th grade. Uh, 5th grade is my favorite class uh, grade level. Uh, I was assistant principal at North Georgetown when it first opened its doors in 1996 and served in that capacity for four years, and then uh, served the final nine years of my career as a principal at North Georgetown Elementary.
0: After your retirement in 2009, then you became a member of the Board of Education. Now,
1: what made you want to seek out that position? Um, I, I wanted to, an opportunity to continue to uh, work with the district, uh, be a part of the district in some way. Uh, I talked to Dr. Bunning about the uh, possibility of uh, becoming a board member, and she encouraged me, and at that point, I decided that I would like to try it.
0: That's great. That's great. Now, you're perhaps best known in the community, though, as a baseball coach, um, and specifically at Sussex Central High School. Can you tell us a little bit about your
1: baseball coaching career? Um, Actually, I started coaching in Georgetown Little League in 1970 and finished, uh, I think, here last year back in georgetown little league so i don't know how many decades it's a long time but it's been a lot of fun but um i coached in little league from 1970 through 1980 and then in 1981 i took over the uh, head coaching job at sussex central high school i had two two goals coming out of college two short i guess short-term goals they were pretty much the only goals i had i wanted to be a teacher at georgetown elementary school and the high school baseball coach and those you accomplished was, both of those right? accomplished those and realized that they were short-term and might want to have some longer-term goals so yeah. but i have enjoyed coaching tremendously uh, had some really good success at sussex central high school um mm. things things you, you that you don't forget
0: now uh last summer i understand you received
1: a very prestigious honor well, last summer I was inducted into the Delaware Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, I think it's uh, in recognition of the long time that I've been a coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think longevity had a lot to do with that, but uh, it was quite an honor. And, uh, you know, I, I was very surprised and, and uh, very honored to, to be included with some of the some of the people that are in that hall of fame
0: now if i'm I'm not
1: mistaken you were nominated by our own dr bunning for that award right (laughs) that is correct i i had gotten a big surprise in 2014 uh, when bradley layfield called me and said i was being inducted into sussex central hall of fame Mm -hmm. and then dr bunnings uh, i had her introduce me for that and and Mm then those comments that she made she mentioned something about why isn't he in the (laughs) baseball (laughs) hall of fame and we talked about it and she uh, nominated me for that i i was just you know, just honored to to have the nomination. Let alone mm-hmm. think I was going to be in it, but that's <laughs> it's quite an honor.
0: So. Well, the I understand the accolades are going to keep coming for you this year, though. Um, as one of your old teams is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this this summer. Now, can you tell us about that? I, I can
1: uh, certainly. Uh, one of the uh, greatest accomplishments of any baseball team at Sussex Central was the 1989 undefeated uh, team. Uh, Woody Long was, uh, I had stepped down to, do, to work on my master's degree. And in January of 1989, he came into my classroom and said, I think we have a pretty good team. I'd like mm-hmm. you to come out and help us. <laughs> and, you know, lo and behold, we went out there, and it was a tremendous group of uh, players mm-hmm. um, that had a focus and carried it. From the beginning to the end, was it and twenty-one and zero? Twenty-one it, and zero. Wow. Twenty-one and zero. Quite an accomplishment. Uh, it's given uh, those those folks. You, that's when you see them. Their eyes light up. You know, they they always think about that, and that's uh, kind of the first things we always talk about when I see mm. some of the former players. So, <laughs> well, does it make you that. feel? Does it make you feel good that you know after all these years, though, people still talk about that team? Yeah, um, I think uh, from what I understand. Um, we're into the 40, well, we just finished the 47th year of the state tournament, Delaware State Baseball Tournament. Um, there's only two teams from my understanding, um, Slavesianum back in 1976 and Sussex Central in 1989. That went undefeated that the went year. That went through the whole process, wow. of regular season and the state tournament undefeated. That's quite an accomplishment. We'll mm-hmm. be the first. There are four or five teams inducted into the Delaware Baseball Hall of Fame. We'll be the first public school team to be. Uh, put into the Hall of Fame. That's fantastic. Delaware, so that's that's just a great honor. honor. Yes. Great honor.
0: Now, I'd I'd love to sit here and talk baseball with you all day, but uh, we do have the you know a few uh, a, a little more serious topic to move on to, and that's the uh, enrollment growth in the Indian River School District. Um, can you talk a little bit about the growth issue, what we're facing, and the challenges that it's presented?
1: Um, it's been quite a. Uh, I've seen this almost the whole time that I've worked in um, in Indian River School District and in the Georgetown area. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of growth in Georgetown and Millsboro um, as far as our schools are concerned, the students that um, come to our schools. Um, and it's really taken off here in the last five five or six years. And, and you know, this year for the first time we've gone over 10,000 students. Um, we need to be as proactive as possible. We're, we're trying to come up with a lot of um, ideas and ways to meet this growth. Um, so,
0: mo- so like you said, most of it's concentrated in in the Millsboro-Georgetown area, which is sort of the northern end of the district. Correct. But
1: yeah. in the same time, I, I, w- I want to also make sure that we're offering programs that meet the needs of all our kids throughout the district. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we did back in 2012 was the passing of the referendum and the addition of classrooms for not only uh, the need for student growth but also for all-day kindergarten which was much needed one of the last if not the last district in the state to uh, to implement all day kindergarten so that's what I mean by programs Uh, we also got support from the community for the International Baccalaureate Program and, and some other programs that, we're, that we have in place mm-hmm. to help our students. So I think mm-hmm. not only space, but programs are a big part of it to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um, in looking at the enrollment growth issue, what, uh, what steps is the district taking currently to, to kind of address
1: this? Well, um, since I think January, I think we started meeting on a regular basis with a, what we call our Futures Committee we've had tremendous turnout for those meetings uh, anywhere from 30 to, to 40 or so people have come out community members school people mm-hmm. anyone who's been interested and uh, i think that's been very important we've had a lot of good discussion about a lot of good ideas that have mm-hmm. come from many different people mm-hmm. and I've, I've been very very impressed with that actually uh time's growing short mm-hmm. we've got to um we've got to decide now where we're mm-hmm. going to go and and how we're going to get there? And
0: well, that yeah, that kind of feeds into my next question. I know you know the board has had some pretty rich discussion about this. The board yeah. of education, I mean, um, uh, can you can you summarize just a little bit some of the discussions that the board has had, some of the strategies that they've
1: sort of kicked around here in the last couple of months? Well, I think one of the important things is that we we've drawn in community members and teachers that are in the buildings that that have some really good uh, insight as to what's going on. And I think their, their, uh, their ideas have been well received by the school board. And at this point, I think we know that we have a, we have a space need in Georgetown and Millsboro. So we know we need at least an elementary school, a middle school. There's, there's different ways to get to that point. Um, one of the ideas also would be a new Sussex Central High School and turn the present school into a middle school, elementary school lot of different ideas uh we're now down to trying to figure out do we want to build several buildings or do we want to build one big building and and move forward with that so i think we're on march 24th hopefully we're going to have a final vote on mm-hmm. which direction we want to go that's, that's the first step
0: some big decisions to make there yes. i guess a lot, um,
1: lot of ideas since nothing's been decided so yeah. that march 24th meeting mm-hmm. uh, first step like i say we need to decide what it is we want mm-hmm. then we need to see if the state's willing to support that
0: yeah that was sort of feeds <clears> into the next question um basically what is the time frame and you mentioned the 24th being mm-hmm. an important date um but you know also I guess, what's the time frame after that, and will this eventually involve a referendum? I think
1: if if we can meet our March 24th deadline to decide on what it is the school board is willing to support, then I think we're looking at a sometime in July, mid-July, that we need to then have a full-blown plan into the state so that they can look at it and give us the go-ahead or not. Mm -hmm. And if they give us the go-ahead, then after that we need to um, decide when we would hold a referendum to see if we can get the community support
0: so basically what you're saying is that we have to uh, the district has to submit its plans to the state and then the state at that point would have to approve since they actually fund about sixty percent of it that's correct they would have to approve is that sort of how the process works
1: in my understanding yes and they would approve Uh, I know in the past we've had things maybe not approved that we kind of wanted that was we'll scaled back a little bit um yeah. you know that that's a possibility but we need to submit to them and they need to look over and look over everything we we've come up with and be in agreement that that's what mm. we need yeah. and then we can move forward from yeah. there the other thing that i did not mention was the uh, the howard ennis uh, building uh, i think there's a need to have a new howard ennis um school building it's um it's an outdated building. There's a lot of needs, a lot of student needs there, uh, special specialized needs. And that is a countywide um, building that would be fully funded by the state. Uh, but we just need to, since we are in charge of it, we need to submit plans to the state. Mm-hmm. But is the state receptive to possibly doing that? Uh, well, I, I think they're respect. very receptive. Yeah. Um, it's just the uh, we would not be asking taxpayers to support a building of Howard Ennis, because that would be a state-funded facility. uh, Yes. Good.
0: All right. To learn more about enrollment growth in the Indian River School District, visit irsd.net slash growth. Jim,
1: it's been a pleasure having you as our guest on the IRSD Spotlight. Dave, thank you very much for your time and and the chance to uh, talk about this. It's been good. (laughs) Anytime.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of IRSD Spotlight. New podcasts will be posted periodically throughout the school year. To access these, visit irsd.net and go to the Podcast IRSD Spotlight link under the Discover IRSD tab. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. Until then, remember that Indian River truly is a model of excellence.